Hey everyone, and welcome to the I'll Take the Glass podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Preston. No matter what's in it, grab a glass. And, and let's, let's do, do life, life together. together. Yo. Welcome back. We are glad that you are with us today. Another fun episode that we get to talk about. Really <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I gotta, <laughs> if they weren't awake, they are now <laughs> with the yo. yo. <laughs> so we're going to talk about today. We're going to dive into the pessimist and the optimist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what episode number this is by now, but before we get into it, I would want you to guess if you are listening, is Taylor the pessimist or the optimist or is Preston the pessimist or the optimist? Who is which one? Who is the pessimist? Who is the optimist? I would love to hear that or I love your thoughts. Um, and if you get it right, I bet you could probably go to Vegas and win some money because this is going to be a tough one. They're going to know by the time we get done with this episode. We do have a fan question before we dive into it. Mm-hmm. So, Jennifer is asking what made us want to start a podcast yes so um i my word of the year 2023 Mm -hmm. depending on when you're listening to this not saying when we're gonna make it that long but we might um hopefully we do um was relationships because i felt like and we just if you didn't listen to the last episode the last episode was about relationships we're probably going to do a part two to that yep. like we mentioned yep so if you didn't listen pause it go back go listen to this we'll be here waiting when you come yeah, back to us yeah um but the main thing was relationships i felt like i was lacking um i was lacking in the area of our relationship our marriage just in the ways that what i was investing my time in and prioritizing yep. i felt like i was lacking relationships in the friendship area Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was lacking in my relationships with our kids because it just felt like I wasn't prioritizing or doing the right things. Like I was trying to yeah. prioritize them, but I wasn't doing the right things to truly feel um, a connection with people. And so at that point, I think I mentioned to you like in December, I was like, hey, I think I want to start another podcast, which we will get into eventually in another episode about my whole podcast journey. Um, but that's all I said. And I couldn't figure out who I wanted to do it with or who I might be feeling led to do it with because I went back and forth on some people. And then eventually I knew what I wanted the premise of the podcast to be. And it was just to have authentic relationships with people and build a space or a platform for authentic relationships. Then I think yeah. a few months later, I mentioned to you, how about you? Like, do you think you would like to do it? Because this isn't really like your your thing at first like you love talking to people you love relationships but like oh, the whole I love pod- the sound of my voice yeah yeah but the podcast side of it i think you're like oh, i don't know yeah no doubt and then a few months later you're like yeah let's do it yeah um anyway i wanted to create a space where people could come every week hang out talk feel understood feel heard feel like they could bring their true selves to the table to the and to know that they weren't by themselves and that they also weren't being judged or reprimanded for it um that was kind of my goal because that's what a relationship is a true healthy relationship is so that's why i kind of got into the whole side of let's start a podcast but i don't think i've actually ever heard you share why you agreed to it or why you wanted to do this okay so are you asking me yeah i am real simple good segue okay happy wife happy life (laughs) Oh, whatever. So the podcast host came to me with the undeniable offer. 
I was like, you know what? Can't turn that down. So I was like, yeah, babe, I'll do it with you. So that's really what it was. Like you just, you're just like, yeah, let's, I'm down for it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, if that's not essentially the essence of who I am, I don't. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I, I was ex- now. Yes, but <laughs> that didn't um, say any, um. Yes, that didn't do anything different. No, for I'm us. saying like I like I do stand by what I just said, but. <laughs> At the at the end of the day, seriously. Oh man, what it must be to um, be a guy! Oh, this is awesome. It's unbelievable, I'll tell you. But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I do think that when you said, "Hey, this is kind of the direction I'm wanting to go," is this something you'd be interested in? Uh, I I was intrigued. I was excited about the thought of like. It just is, I knew it would feel natural. I yeah. knew it would be easy to get on this mic and us have a conversation about things that we experience, things that we see, just thoughts and opinions that we have in hopes that if one person walked away like, man, somebody thinks the way that I do and that feels so great. Or, mm-hmm. wow, I never thought of it that way. But like if I shifted to that mentality, like maybe something would shake in my life or something would change, you know, like mm-hmm. if we could provide that to one person, like I'm to me mission accomplished yeah you know but like the podcast host hit me up and being like hey like give you you know no i did not say that i'll give you some extra loving or something like i didn't say that but that's kind of a requirement give you like a like a real long back rub if you say yes to this i was like all right i mean Mm -hmm. you had me at hey (laughs) well okay yeah so that's basically why we just we decided to start the podcast but um all right. Yeah. Now, my question that I get to ask, mm-hmm. a little different direction. I feel like a lot of them have been like uh, like the animals, which one's surviving, and the, like just some of the questions have kind of all been, I don't know, how to, I don't know the word I'm looking for, not sporty, but okay. almost in a sense. Something oh, no, a man was thinking about. Yeah, because I guess we talked about it's water wet and all that stuff too. Yeah. All right. Kind of different direction on the question today. Okay. Okay. And this oh, is, this is a serious stick question? Stick with me. Stick with me because this is going to get kind of lengthy right here. Oh, Lord. All right. Okay. So just track with me. Okay. All right. Would you rather have... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, you don't know because I haven't had a chance to ask. Okay. How are you going to know? <laughs> I just know the would you rather questions that come All up right. in the family and I'm nervous. Okay. But, okay. Would you rather... <laughs> Holy smoke. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I really, like, until this podcast, did not know I was this funny. Okay. Like, this has been awesome. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather have, like, one talent that you were just uber talented in? It's just dumb. Like, you are essentially the greatest in the world at this thing. Uh-huh. Or you're right up there in that category. Yeah. Right? Or... Would you rather just be really solid at pretty much everything that you do? So, like, I can change the oil. I can't replace the engine, but I can change the oil in my vehicle. I can make my yard look good. I can make the flowers and everything. Like, it's going to look nice outside, but I'm not, like, a master landscaper, right? Like, I can throw down. Like, I can make stuff in the kitchen. It's going to be good. I can entertain, but I'm not a chef, you know? Okay. Um... Things of that nature. Like, essentially, everything that I do, like, I'm solid. Like, I can hold my own. So, but... if I'm a master at the other thing, that means I suck at everything else? 
I'm just saying you like you are uber talented at that thing, not you suck at everything else. Not like I can hold my breath for eight minutes, but I can't make a bowl of cereal. Like, no, not that. I'm just saying like uber talented at one thing. Absolutely be uber talented because okay, if I'm good your, enough, if I'm your talent, ah, it's not your turn to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you asked me the question. I wasn't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go All ahead. Right, so, if you are choose whichever one you choose, I need to know either what would that talent be, why, or why would you choose just to be solid at everything. All right. Go. Okay. Now it's your turn to talk. <laughs> okay, I would choose to. Oh no, I would choose to be talented at the one thing because okay. then I could pay everybody else who's talented at everything okay, else. So what would your talent be? Because I'm setting the precedent for whatever that is. Uh, I would be the greatest AI in the world. AI? Yeah, I would have like an AI brain. <laughs> in the, I don't even know what AI stands for. All I know is that thing is super smart. Uh, uh, okay. I'm being serious. I'm so sorry, people. <laughs> I mean, like that. That uh, I still have a problem. lot of work to do, as you can tell. <laughs> AI stands for artificial intelligence. Okay, so I would be as smart so as the artificial intelligence. I want to be a Siri when I grow up. Is basically what you just said. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, like, if you think about that, that is like no. that's legit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If I since I can't, talent. you didn't like, put that parameter say, around it. You can say I want to be the smartest in the world, but to say like, oh, I want to be an AI. Like, what is this iRobot? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to be innovative here. Okay, but since the, obviously you didn't quite explain all the rules and that doesn't count i think well i don't know what Spit i'd be talent out come on talent i don't know i Singing, don't know what i would be cooking oh yeah sports. i would for sure oh that's hard i wish i could sing like that's one thing i really wish i could okay, do so you wish you were just an incredibly talented singer no i would go okay, i wish that mind. i was the either the best basketball player which that dream has sailed because I'm I'm older, or I would say probably I don't even want to say best coach because I don't think you could just see that's hard. This is hard. This is too hard for me. This is requiring too much of me because you I don't think it's good to be the best at something either. So I'm gonna change my answer and go back to I'd be solid at everything. So if you I'm if processing. you listened to our last episode and you talked about how we date each other and prioritize that, this is why it takes us so long to decide what we are going to do for our day. Because I don't know how long we are into this podcast, but you've changed your answer like twelve. I'm times. processing, but I, I I'm final yeah, well, answer. You're final. processing, but if you were AI, you wouldn't have to process it. Already be processed. So. Final answer, I'd be solid at everything. I don't think it's good to be the best at anything because then I think you aren't willing to grow if you're the best. Like, I think it kind of, ca you cap yourself because you're the best. So I'm going yeah, back I mean, with solid. Because I, I don't know how you get better than the best. So yeah, right, I'm going to be. a ceiling. Right, I'm going to be solid at everything. Okay. That's my answer. That's my final answer. And I'm standing strong and firm on that. Okay. Okay. So we're good. Like I, yeah. well, what's your I'm, choice? No, or let's get into the podcast. What's your choice though? You can't just leave the people hanging like that. See, this it's tough for me too. At first, I would have said I just want to be uber talented at one thing, but the problem with that is like, yeah, while you might be able to financially provide, so like go down the route of being a singer, right? And I'm way overcomplicating this, kind of like you just did. But if I'm the best singer in the world. 
Well, now a lot of my time, effort, and energy is going to have to be invested mm-hmm. into singing. So I'm going to be touring. I'm going to be making music. I'm going to be yeah, all over the place, making appearances, talk to you, like all that stuff, right? And so yeah. that's why I would almost say, like, I just want to be really solid at pretty much everything that I do. Now, the hard part, like the competitor in me, that drives me nuts because then I know, like, all right, well, I'm not going to be the best at anything, you know? So... Yeah, that's that's kind of tough. Kind of like you said, like, all right, I can be a really solid coach. But I'm not going to be the best coach. And that would drive me insane. But I think I still think that's the answer I would go with. We're talking best in the world, though, not the best that I have to offer. That's different. We're talking about the best in the world. I don't have to be the best coach in the world to be the best version that I have to offer. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So correct. like I I'm on the page of like I know like right now I'm not the best in the world at anything. Right. But I can be the best version of myself and be okay yeah, with that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But the competitor in you, my point is, is going to want to be the best. Oh, for sure. If you right. put us in a tournament on not, something, I'm right. going all out. So not of yourself, not the best version of yourself. You are going to want to be the best. Yeah, yeah, and no, I'm I'm, I'm going is, to win. I'm striving like to win. Somebody's gonna beat you though. Yeah. Because you're not the best. Because you just said you're solid at everything. Right. So I'd enter into the tournament that has people that are solid, just like me. (laughs) (laughs) You can't control that. Okay. So let's get into it. Pessimist versus the optimist. Because there's pessimists in the world. There's optimists in the world. It's just how we were created. Or, um, but uh, there's a balance. So Mm, I don't know if we were created pessimists and no. Yeah, I don't mean that. We are a product of our circumstances, life, all of that. Like I think we were developed into that not created yeah yeah yeah. created was the wrong terminology but i do think we were were created differently i guess is where i'm trying what i'm trying to say so um i am the pessimist you are the optimist Mm -hmm. sometimes my pessimism is overkill and sometimes your optimism is overkill um much more the former than the latter well that's to still be discussed but Let's talk about how we manage our differences. Because when you have a pessimist and an optimist who marry each other, it can create some rough patches. Like, I used to get mad at you and call you Positive Preston because it would drive me nuts when I just wanted to be mad and you wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. So, how do we manage our differences? And I used to call that? you Tantrum Taylor, so... When did you call me that? Not to your face, but... <laughs> okay, that makes it easier. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. Um, so, how do we manage it? Actually, let's do this. What is something that you helped me? Because when I was in Overkill, I wanted to share something that you helped me with and that I helped you with, okay? So I'm going to share how you helped me because I'm going to boost you up a little bit right now. One thing, as a pessimist, I would have trouble and, like, have negative thoughts. And the one thing that you made me do, which drove me nuts, you would make me say one positive thing about the situation or the day. Mm-hmm. And I used to get so mad because I was like, oh, I have to think about this. I can't think of anything. And then I started to realize, oh, the fact that I can't find a positive in my day is probably an issue. Yeah. So you helped me with that. It'd be in the middle of one of your tantrums. Yes, which was made. And, that's what made it worse. Right. And so the whole goal was just to kind of give you an outlet to say, like, all right, it hasn't been all bad. Like, here's something that I can identify as like, all right, this was a good thing today. Yeah. And now I feel like I do that on a pretty good daily basis. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll share with you, like, something that frustrated me, but I'll be like, but this Mm -hmm. happened. 
Okay, now it's time for you to boost me. <laughs> What's one thing that I helped you um, with with your overkill and your optimism? So, which sounds bad, but I'm a big analogy person, oh, yeah. as you know. So, like, I guess when you're overly optimistic, have you ever walked outside and it's been like, man, the sun is so bright, and like you're squinting, and in your head you're thinking, like, oh man, like I just like if there was a cloud just to give me a little bit of like shade, like that would be awesome. Like you are my cloud, you know, you cover the sun up for me sometimes. So what, that's what pessimism is? That makes no sense. How to does me. that make? So overly optimistic. Yeah. Right. So the sun is just so bright. Like everything is just shining and beaming and all <laughs> you just basically, you, And then that you dark, just compared that me dark to cloud it. that comes in and provides you a little bit of relief. You just compared me to dark cloud. Do you yeah. not see how this is a problem? That's pessimism for you people. So I, no, I provided balance. I think <laughs> balance. Yeah, I'm not a I dark can, cloud just I making you my droopy. So, oh my goodness. I think in all seriousness, I do think that one of the ways that you helped me is I think that you you provide in our relationship and for me, you provide a level of like structure, a level of organization. Uh, a level of thoughtfulness and preparedness that I didn't naturally carry because I think one of the traits of an optimist is it'll all work out. Like it's yeah. going to be okay. I'm you know? singing in the rain and right. whatever and so happens, happens. It'll, it'll be all right. And so you are that rain for me, you know, that dark cloud. But um, no, I think that you kind of brought like a level of, Okay, I hear you. It's all going to work out, but it's going to work out in part because we're going to be prepared for this, yeah. whether it's a budget or a schedule or whatever it is. You know, I yeah. think you bring that to our relationship and definitely to me that I didn't have, I didn't naturally possess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was still am, but I definitely early on in our relationship was very last minute about everything. Like, yes assignment due at midnight i'm jumping on the computer at jury 11, duty 11 30 gotta respond to that oh yeah just responded to jury duty a little bit ago you've had shout that out. for three weeks shout out to our kids so can't leave them unaccompanied so i can't go to jury duty so oh oh true okay yeah. um anyway uh so the the problem is i think when we compare it because there's probably some friendships and relationships where there's the pessimist and there's the optimist just like us we're not the mm -hmm. only ones in this world right. with that but there is a healthy balance to it yeah so like i have i've recently been around some like major pessimists and i it was kind of like a, oh crap that is how i used to be Good lord that's two in a row you've had language holy smoke right. you need to watch that Oh, the crap. Sheesh. <laughs> I'm mean, just throwing it out there for everybody now. <laughs> anyway, um, but I'm like, oh, man, like, that's how I used to be. I need to, I, I can see why that would be hard to be around because you want to be around someone who's going to lift you up. But also at the same time, I think there is a level of realism that I think pessimists can bring to the table of saying, like, it is OK to not be OK at times, but there's a healthy balance to that. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. And then there's a side of the optimist where it's like, okay, there's this, like, I, you're also, let's, let's throw this in there. You're an Enneagram seven. Enneagram sevens don't like to take a second 
to slow down and see, okay, this situation really is not okay. Instead, I'm just going to go find the next adventure and have fun so I don't have to think about it. Gung-ho, ready to go. Right. So I think that there's a whole other element of that side of it. And if you don't know your Enneagram, I would encourage you to find that because it's definitely helped me because I'm an Enneagram 6. And what that means is I am worst case scenario and I'm going to find the worst situation. Yeah possible and try to prepare for it yep so just get you some of that if you can't if you hadn't put that together yet an enneagram six who is worst case scenario married an enneagram seven who is life of the party yes fomo fear of missing out yeah so imagine how those two worlds collide every once in a while yeah and i'm a wing seven though when i'm healthy i have a fear of missing out i'm like let's go do some fun stuff and i don't want anybody to say i didn't do it so i do have that element to me Mm -hmm. but that being said i think the way that we have made it work was is we have challenged each other in the spaces that have been uncomfortable for us Mm -hmm. where we have basically said okay, here's my reality. And just because I don't see the world the same way that you do doesn't mean that I'm wrong in the way I see it, but there's a balance to it. So we've helped balance each other out, not just saying because we're opposite. We've helped balance each other out in a practical way to say, okay, I need you to be who you are, but I need you to grow in some areas. So I think that's something that's really helped us out. And that took time. Oh, for sure. That took a lot of time and... I think obviously the big attributing factor to that is, I mean, at the point that we met each other, we had both been single, we were making our own decisions, and it Mm -hmm. was whatever I wanted to do, I was going to do, whatever you wanted to do, you were going to do. And so if there was something that you weren't really a fan of, or you didn't see how it could work out or be fun or anything like that, you were going to say no. If I wanted to go do whatever, whenever, I was going to do that. And so... Kind of like I just said, those two worlds collided when we got together. And once you get through, because I do believe when a dating relationship, there is a puppy dog love and there's Mm -hmm. the honeymoon phase where everything is perfect and great. And then you kind of settle into some reality of like, okay, well, these are some ways that we're going to clash. These are some ways that we're going to benefit each other. And so now Mm -hmm. we've got to continue to build this thing and build each other if this is where... Uh, we see our future, which we yeah. did. Um, and so I just think that it took time for us to learn how to respond, react, mm-hmm. um, and uh, kind of receive what each other were feeling <laughs> yeah. about uh, just what we had going on in life, our thoughts and the way we process things. And so at first, like I said, it was very challenging and yeah. we challenged each other a lot. And those conversations usually weren't very productive mm-hmm. and they ended up being becoming personal attacks on both sides and it just wasn't healthy. Um, and then I think that like one of the things that I have learned is I just need to hear you out sometimes yeah. and I need to be able to agree. Like I don't have to find a solution. I don't have to find the positive, the silver lining, the benefit. Sometimes I just need to say like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. You know, and there's just no way around it. It just sucks. And that's okay that it sucks. And then once we can both kind of get through the, yeah, this situation or what has happened is just, it's not fun. Well, now we can start having some of that conversation of, all right, so where do we go from here? There's nothing we can do to change it. This is what it is. Now, where do we go? Or how can we learn from this? Or how can we grow from this? Mm -hmm. Um, And how can we be better from it? Which is naturally kind of where 
I live anyway. Yeah. And I was going to say that, like, I think really what helped us the most was both of us striving to understand the other better instead of trying to fix the other person. Mm -hmm. Like, we stopped trying to fix each other. We started understanding each other, having grace for one another, having conversations on how do I help you when you are stuck in those situations or in that mindset. And then how can I help grow you instead of just seeking to change you the whole Mm -hmm. time? And I think the reason why it's important for us to have this conversation to begin with is because this is all about relationships and you're going to have friends even who might see the world differently than you do. And it's about trying to find a balance and have and how to um, be friends or have a healthy relationship with that person without trying to change them the whole time. And trying to find ways to grow them, but to understand them and have grace for them. And to know that um, most of us are just trying to do our best and figure it out still. Um, But I do think there's also an element where we both had to kind of become open to being challenged. Mm -hmm. Because it's hard. And that was from a timing standpoint, too. Like, I think you would try to challenge me in ways where I'm like, I just need you to understand me right now and understand that this is my situation. I feel like this sucks. And I need you to be like, I need you to understand that with me right now. And like trying to find the timing of it and also having conversations of trying to figure out how we can work together on what works for me instead of you just inserting your method. Does that make sense? And vice Mm -hmm. versa. Right. So... I definitely think that that's something else that has helped us. But it requires you to have uncomfortable conversations if the relationship matters enough to you. Mm -hmm. I would say that. So, like I have, like I said, I've been around a few people recently where I'm like, man, they're pretty pessimistic. Like, I, I know for sure I used to be on that level. But trying to like I instantly find myself instead of going man they're super pessimistic that just gets on my nerves like I can't deal with it trying to get to a space where I I, like I automatically have this thought I wonder what they're going through and I wonder what their life experiences are that have caused this Mm -hmm. or that have driven them in this direction and how can I help balance that in a way based on the relationship that I have with them because it's not the same with you I'm not super close with them while also like encouraging them, like encouraging them and affirming them and how they feel like uh, coming from a place of understanding how they feel, but also encouraging them to the other side of it, the op- optimist side of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, I think that's another balance that we have been able to find too. Mm-hmm. So although we don't have the exact solutions to the problems, these are just ways that we have found a way to operate in a healthy way and balance it should i say Mm -hmm. i do think that they both like both versions or views are a gift from god when balanced does that make sense like i think we just had a world of pessimists like we'd all be in trouble if we had a world of optimists but i think when we both when every when you decide to find a way to live in a healthy space in that way like i said like there are times where i realize this is the situation i'm in it's not a fun situation but there, here are the positives I can find in it. I think there's, there's a, um, there's a benefit to that. Mm-hmm. I think the same with you. Like you're always like instead of just going, oh, let's just fly by the seat of my pants. Like there is also an element of uh, that requires us to invest in plans and things and budgets and all of that, mm-hmm. and then also understanding like I can still um, plan and understand that there is a reality to this. 
but also know that there could be some positives in it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so hopefully this was more encouraging than anything to other, to know that like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just about finding a healthy balance in relationships with people who are different from you. And then finding a healthy balance within yourself. If you lean one way or the other more so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, this was a shorter episode, but that's okay. So I think it's, I still think it was a good conversation and a fun one for sure. So, Um, we will see y'all next week. Thanks for joining us and we hope you enjoyed it. Peace. That's it for our show today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review and share this episode with a friend. Tune in next week for more fun and connection. In the meantime, don't forget to visit our website, view our blog, and connect with us on social media throughout the week. Don't forget to fill your glass this week. Share this episode with a friend and invite them to have a glass with us. We can't wait to hang out with you again. This episode is brought to you by Rambo Media. Thanks for tuning in.